Advaitam. It is well known that the metaphysics of Advaitam was propounded by Adi Shankara Bhagavad Pada. What does Advaitam mean? In Sanskrit, Dvi means two. The English word two has its etymological root in Dvi. The dha in Dvi has become T in two. Although the English word is pronounced as two, in the spelling T is followed by W. W has the pronunciation of V. It is the V in Dvi which has become W in two. Dvi is two. Dvaita means the idea that there are two. Advaitam means not two. The question is which are the two in the statement not two? Do we not think there is the Lord Brahmam and secondly we the Jivas? There is no duality like this. The only truth is Brahmam and other than Brahmam, there is nothing. There is no second thing at all besides Brahmam. It is that one truth which appears as many jivas due to the power of illusion. These are all different makeups. Just as an actor appears in different makeups, but the actor is only one. Although there are several jivas, the Lord is the only one who is inside all the jivas. Though in a pragmatic sense, we talk of Paramatma and Jivatma as if they are separate, there is in reality only one Atma or soul. If we attain this knowledge, Jnana, by overcoming illusion, we will cease to be jivas afflicted by various infirmities but will become what is full, whole and the ultimate truth. This is the metaphysics of Advaita which the Acharya has given to the world. Once this experience is gained, nothing like sorrow, desire, enmity, fear etc. will create bondage for us. It is because we think that there is something other than us that becomes the cause of fear, desire, enmity, etc. We feel bound. This indeed is the bondage of worldly life. When there is nothing other than thus, who will be bound or what will bind? Where is such thing as bondage? There is no second thing at all. How can there be something external to us which will cause bondage? The state in which one gets released from this bondage is mukti or moksha. This state is not to be reached somewhere in Vaigundam or Kailasam at some time in the future. This can be experienced here right now. Truly speaking, this moksham is not something we gain newly. Brahmam, which is limitless truth, is always in a state of moksha, free from all the bondage. 
just as space is spread all over the universe without limitation it is also inside our empty pots from our point of view we may make a distinction between the two spaces namely that which is spread all over and that which is inside the pot but both are same if the pot which has a shape and form is broken both the spaces become one similarly due to the power of illusion we have appeared as so many individual parts in brahmam yet we are brahmam ourselves we do not realize it because of the power illusion has over us if that is broken we will get the experience that we are the limitless brahmam for such an experience to materialize there are several steps like performance of various rituals worship etc our acharya has designed convenient steps for us to move up even when we follow these steps we must have the thought within us that whatever we see is all one the real experience that everything is one may come in its own time but from the beginning we have to develop the thought that this is the truth shri adi shankara bhagavat pada has said that we should look at everything as the same but the confusion arises as to how to look at all life around us as ourselves when they look so different there are three states namely the waking state the dream state there are three states namely the waking state the dream state and the state of deep sleep in all these three states the person is the same the person who dreamt and the person who wakes up is the same but there is no connection between what happens during dreams and after waking up from dreams what happens during dream is something and what happens when coming out of the dream is different although the experience and mental state are different the person is the same similarly there is the same one within the several creatures we must realize that the one is we ourselves sometimes we have a peaceful disposition at some other time we are angry but by experience it is known that the person in both states is the same according to the changes in our dispositions face hands legs etc exhibit physical changes when time takes its toll and the child becomes the old man the body also undergoes change when this is so in the life we see in the waking state what to say of the dream world from our mind only various forms various places and various circumstances get created we find that in dreams we do the very things that we do not wish to do it is clear that in all these contradictory states and experiences the person is the same when we are in a state of delirium 
we do quite the opposite of what we had done earlier. If we had written a book, we destroy the book. The person who wrote the book and the one who told it, it is the same. This world is also a dream. If it is realized that worldly life is also a kind of delirium caused by a fever called illusion, we will realize that everything is one. We will know that just as we create so many people with our mind during our dream, all the creatures are the reflection of the thoughts of a great mind. If someone destroys our book, we will realize that that person is also ourselves. The person who wrote the book and who destroyed it are in different bodies, but in reality, the two are not different. There is only one thing inside all creatures. If someone beats us, it is wrong to think that someone did it. The truth is that we are beating ourselves. If this is not the truth, there should be something other than the Lord Brahman. If so, from where did that something come? With what has it been made? Who made it? Such questions arise. There are two categories, we who are sentient and the world of matter which is insentient. We have not created the world of inert matter. Similarly, the world of insentient matter has not created us. How can a thing without the faculty of brain perform any action on its own? Moreover, how can the matter without the faculty of brain create a being with the faculty of brain? Since the world of matter without the faculty of brain has been behaving with discipline and order from times without beginning, some super brain that is omniscient must have created it and must be regulating it. If it is argued that the omniscient created the world of matter using some other material, the question will arise as to how that material came into being on its own. Therefore, it follows that it is the omniscient that shows itself as the world of matter. Then, we are here, the jivas. Have we appeared on our own? When we see that the different species of characters have their own unique physical form, characteristics and pattern of behavior, it is clear that each species could not have come up individually. Therefore, it follows that the entire body of life has been created by one omniscient power. The brain power of a jiva has not come from somewhere. It is clear that it is the handiwork of the omniscient. For the jivas, food, clothing, etc. have to be obtained from the world of matter. Jivas have the various sense organs to enjoy the smell, taste, heat, cold, etc. of matter. 
This way, the world of living beings and the world of inert matter are interrelated. This is not a relationship which the jivas created. Did the jiva plan out that he should get his food, clothes, house, etc. from the world? If he plans, will the world of matter subject itself to his plan? Therefore, it will be seen that the one which is omniscient alone has willed it this way and ordained this relationship between jivas and the world of matter. If it is assumed that the world of matter was created by one power and the world of life was created by another power, it would not have been possible to create a relationship linking the two. Therefore, it follows that the cause of both is the omniscient alone. When it is said that it created, we have seen that it has not created with a material external to itself. Therefore, the absolute truth is that it is that omniscient which appears as all these. So, there is only one. That one appears as many. It has the power to appear as many. That is what is called illusion or maya. That the one Brahmam appears as many by the power of illusion is Advaitam. The attitude of looking at the whole universe as one should be developed. If everything is one, we cannot be different from others. In this state, even the universe is not a thing which is cognized. That it is the same as the person cognizing it will be experienced. We feel the hand is ourselves, similarly the leg and the body. In the same manner, the entire world should become ourselves. If a person develops such wisdom or jnanam, he is indeed the wisest scholar even if he is otherwise the lowliest. Acharya points this out in his Manisha Panchakam. It is this wisdom that is changeless, blissful moksham. It is a moksham that can be experienced while still in this body. Shri Gurubhyo Namaha